welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Have you heard of the three learning styles? There are three of them, ways people learn. The first is auditory, the second is kinesthetic, and the third is visual. And actually, most people have a combination of all three in how they learn. And sometimes it depends on the circumstances or what you're teaching people. Now, for me, I lean toward the auditory. That means I like to have things read to me. Now, you know the whole audio book um, industry? It is fueled by individuals who have the auditory learning style. Now, the auditory learning style means that they like to hear things read to them. And it's easier to learn if they hear it being read to them. So that's what I'm going to try to do in this blog post that I'm going to share with you. It's a blog post from GodSeeGirl.com and the title is Prayer to Forgive Someone. Okay, now I'm not a big fan of formulas and I'll talk to you about that later. But let me share the blog post and I'm curious to see if this is a good medium for you and if you are a listener rather than a reader. And if you're a reader, it's okay. (laughs) No judgment. Okay, think about it. Humans do fewer things better than failing. Without a doubt, we're going to mess up, and we do mess up all the time. In fact, I think it's just part of our makeup. After all, remember what God created us from? He created us from dirt. And dirt is, you know, dirty, right? And so that means we're going to do dirty things from time to time. I guess God could have created us from gold, right, or silver, or or, or platinum, but he created us from D-I-R-T. Yeah, for sure. And also, the Bible says we, as human beings, are nothing more than cracked ceramic pots. And I think we are cracked pots walking around like flawless diamonds, all puffed up and arrogant. But the truth of the matter is, the Bible calls us earthen vessels in the King James Version. And that means nothing more than being, well, a pot. The actual scripture I'm referring to is 2 Corinthians 4, 7. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So I think there's some praiseworthy elements to the fact that we're all cracked up dirty pots. It's because God can be glorified in us all the more, right? So, but let me get back to my point. My point is we blow it, right? We mess up from time to time and That is really important for us to remember when it comes to the fact that we have to forgive someone. So first, let me lay some groundwork. And I want to really drive home a point before we get to the real elements of forgiveness. And the first point is nobody's perfect, honey, not even you. Face it, we are human beings. And as human beings, we're a hot mess, right? On our best days, we are so jacked up. But God still sees beyond it all. And he loves us anyway. And he's so generous in us to invest in us in spite of being dirty, cracked up, jacked up pots. You know what? The actual spirit of God lives in raggedy, frail, accident prone jars of clay. In other words, me and you. So don't let me give you an inferiority complex. That's not my goal here. My goal is to just give you some level setting on the fact that we are jacked up and we are frail. 
in our jacking up. So the jacking up is not just because we want to, it's because we are frail and we are nothing but dirt. Okay. David even calls us vapors, which is here today, gone tomorrow. Frail, right? Right. Yeah. Even as born again Christians, we can still be pretty rank sometimes. And in spite of that, God loves us and never withdraws his love, grace, or forgiveness from us, right? So beautiful. It's beautiful indeed. He models for us how we should be and how we should strive to be. But let's get one thing straight. The fact that we mess up so much and we likely need forgiveness from others and God means that we must also forgive others as well. After all, forgiveness is the cornerstone of our Christian faith walk. That's why I don't understand why we could ever believe that we could get away with walking in unforgiveness. It, we just can't. Everything we believe and everything we have in, in God is because of forgiveness. So who are we to hold anything against anyone else with all the harm, sin, and, well, dirt that we've done and carry in our hearts every day? Think about that. As I've mentioned, forgiveness is the cornerstone of our faith. Without it, salvation and redemption would be hollow and it would be rather meaningless. Having a wonderful, loving Savior means we need a wonderful, loving Savior. Perfect folks just don't need salvation. And for the record, <laughs> there is no such thing as a perfect person. So just as we are pardoned and forgiven, God tells us to forgive others. That's why we do it. That's exactly why we may need to pray about this very area. Now, in the blog post, I share how I had a struggle with a murderer who um, I really had a hard time forgiving for years. It took me a long time um, to forgive him, but I did manage to forgive him. And you can read the blog post to find out about that. Now, back to it forgiveness it's not an option okay it's not as Christian women we don't have a choice about forgiveness we have to forgive the people who hurt us and it's as simple as that as a matter of fact if we don't forgive them we won't be forgiven ourselves check out Matthew six fourteen and 15 for if you forgive other people when they've sinned against you your Heavenly Father will also forgive you hey <laughs> but 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 the emphasis are all mine. This is still the scripture. But <laughs> if you do not forgive their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Take that in a minute. Think of the person who's done something horrible to you. If you don't forgive them, the Bible clearly tells you God's not going to forgive you. Do you see what I mean when I say that forgiveness is not an option for us? We've got to do it. So here's the real question. How do we do it? The answer is simple, but the process is hard, very hard. Now, here's here's the way I view it. It takes a while to forgive someone, whether you're a Christian or not. You can't just say, I forgive you and it's done. Why? Because you have a memory, you have a mind, and you're going to remember the things that have happened. And each time you remember it, you're going to feel some degree of emotion that'll go alongside that. And that emotion will bring about a feeling, right? And then usually that feeling is anger, okay? And, and sometimes it'll be hurt. But either, and sometimes it'll be actions if you're not careful. But here's the thing. 
I believe we forgive in pieces. We forgive little by little, part by part. Now that doesn't mean I say, oh, forgiveness is a process in that you don't have to, you can put it off. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you have to forgive every time you have a memory of something or every time you feel that little twang of pain when you remember what someone did to you. You have to forgive again. Then you think you're done. No, you're not. Because maybe you're driving the next day and that memory revisits you or someone brings up something. Or you can even see somebody that reminds you of the person that hurt you. You've got to forgive again. Okay? Hey, think about this. Imagine that the offense that someone has done to you is written on a big blackboard. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. In this day and age, I'll say whiteboard. But when I grew up, we had blackboards. Now, when you remember that offense, and you're going to remember it, or when you feel the pain of it, like I mentioned, and you're going to feel that pain, imagine yourself each time erasing that blackboard or that whiteboard and no longer charging whatever they did to their account. Just, it's gone. It's done. Now, I admonish you to be gentle with yourself through this process because it's hard. It's so hard that many people give up on the process altogether. They just figure after a, a while they can't forgive. And that's not true. It's just that people don't teach us that it's a process to forgive. It's not a one and done. So you may have to repeat it over and over again depending on how deep the hurt is. It may take you some weeks. It may take you a day. But it could also take you months or years to forgive some people authentically and genuinely. What do you think? Now, before we pray, I want to I cover just a few little questions that I've gotten through the years and I've asked myself. Now, what if the person who hurt you doesn't apologize? That's the question. Here's my answer. It doesn't matter. We are to be obedient to God and we have to forgive them whether they um, apologize or not. It's to keep our heart free from the bitterness and anger that can come after a long-term unforgiveness cycle. So bitterness is going to destroy you eventually if you hold it in your heart. And it can even destroy you, I think, physically. I think that's why we get ulcers and some other stress-related issues that we can get. So I think it's really important. Let it go and forgive them, whether they say it, acknowledge it, or apologize for it. Let it go. Another question. What if they want to become, not become, but remain friends with me after they've hurt me? My answer, pray about that. Continued fellowship is not always possible after a betrayal. And there's lots of reasons why. I'll give my example. I had a family, two family members, who didn't betray me. They betrayed someone very vulnerable in our family. And they did something to gain financially from it, or they wanted to gain financially. But the truth of the matter is, I wasn't terribly close to either one of them, which is probably why they could hurt somebody so much um, who couldn't take care of themselves anymore. But the point of the matter is, I had to forgive them. Now, I, and I do forgive them. I have, I have zero hatred, anger toward them anymore. I, I feel a little frustration from time to time that people can be so greedy and selfish, but I have no anger toward them. Now, 
the issue is is I also have no desire to be in fellowship with them and part of it is because I never was close to him anyway before but also because there's a tr there's an integrity issue with them that I just can't trust them and I'm still taking care of the person they tried to take advantage of because of that I, I can't trust them to share that person's condition or anything else so I, I, I am not interested in fellowship but I totally forgive them and I'm 100% okay with them I wish them well I pray God blesses them and that's actually what got me to the point of being able to forgive them but the point is is that you have to pray about that continued fellowship is not always possible and you know what some offenders have been so wounded for so long by others they continue to perpetrate these cycles of pain and so they can't change and they can't really help themselves because they've been so wounded and as a result of that I can't welcome that into my life abusers tend to abuse others and it's that that's the pattern so fellowship with a person that hurts you must be something you consider carefully you pray about and even seek counsel from several not just one but several people who are Christian and mature in the faith now I, I mentioned the person who murdered someone I loved I'm not interested in being that person's friend but I have no ill will toward them I have no feeling of wanting to hurt them or being tormented by their memory or anything like that I've given that to God but only thing I could do with that person if I did encounter them was to let them know that they're forgiven honestly that's just my take you have to let God lead you and the Holy Spirit lead you okay if a person is able to love you healthily and befriend you and be part of your life in a healthy way hey maybe fellowship is possible what a blessing that would be however if they're still plagued by extreme neg negativity unhealthy patterns disloyalty jealousy you may have to distance yourself um, for a while or maybe even forever until God makes them whole if you feel directed to continue the relationship I think you too must heal not only them and you know allowing not only forgiving them but I think there's some healing that might happen on your end so that you can fully engage and be part of that relationship so pray about it okay I think the goal in most situations but not all should be reconciliation but I also think there are times when that is not possible all right so again pray just let God lead you all right all right so yeah forgiveness not an option and the forgiven must forgive that's the way it is there's a liberty in forgiveness and a freedom that you have when it's a lifestyle choice right it's like when somebody cuts you off in traffic you don't remember it because you know you choose to forgive but you could also on the other hand go and let them ruin your entire day and that's not a good idea right all right so let's get to the prayer that I prayed it's a sample I don't believe in prayer formulas okay you have to let the Holy Spirit lead you but this prayer is only a prayer of inspiration okay here it is father you taught me how to pray and in your prayer you said I must forgive other people who have harmed me I have no choice yet in my heart I want to be like you so I choose I choose to forgive Lord 
please forgive that person right now. He or she created so many problems for me. They hurt my heart and wounded my spirit. I literally feel a bruise on my heart as a result of what they did. I can't live this way because I know it will make me anger, bitter, and untrustful. So Father, please help me to forgive. I also cannot live this way because if I do, I'm living in disobedience to you. I don't want that because I love you. And I don't want that because I know you must discipline such behavior. Father, I know your discipline is because you love me. Still, I want to just walk in obedience. Lord, empower me by the Holy Spirit to be forgiving. Change my heart. Help me to replace memories. Help me not to ponder what was done to me, but rather on the glory of what you have put before me. As I go through the, this forgiveness process, and as I play, pray this prayer to forgive others, help me to remember, Lord, that I too am guilty. I've made so many mistakes, Lord, and received forgiveness. Help me to forgive those who make mistakes as well. So today, Lord, I release this person from their offense. I wipe their slate clean. Now please heal my heart. When I see them, I don't want to feel anger or bitterness. I don't want to harbor those feelings in my heart. Instead, I want a peaceful heart and a heart open to love and forgiveness. Tell me, Father, if I should be friends or be reconciled with them again. I do realize that they may have patterns in their life that require healing for them to be in healthy relationships. Let me know what to do and help me to want to do it. For now, Lord, I pray for them. I pray you forgive them for what they've done to me. I pray, Lord, that you bless them in every area of their life. Bless their health, Lord. May they enjoy years of good physical health. Bless them with good relationships in their lives and lots of people who love them. Bless them financially and meet every one of their needs, God, and give them the desires of their heart. Just as you forgave me, I forgive them in this moment. As memories research, I'll forgive them again because I will be obedient to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. The scripture that I want you to remember as, that associates with that prayer, there are several, but I want you to remember Matthew 5:44. Jesus said, but I tell you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who mistreat you and persecute you. You know what, beyond the prayer that I shared, there is work that you'll have to do. Honestly, as I mentioned, prayer is not a one and done. You're likely going to pray for forgiveness several times. And you're going to pray to forgive others several times, as I've mentioned. And that's 100% okay. Because as I mentioned, memories are real. Okay, they can haunt. Now, one memory can reignite anger and bitterness. So be gentle with yourself. Don't be hard on yourself in this process. But if you're wondering if you did actually forgive somebody, I've listed some indicators that you may want to be aware of that might let you know you have not. Number one, if you talk constantly about the pain they caused you, you haven't forgiven them. 
Number two, when you see them, if your face gets hot and you feel that thing in the pit of your stomach, you haven't forgiven them. Now, number three, you cannot pray for them to be blessed and to prosper in two for two straight weeks. Now, sometimes <laughs> I'll pray it and then I have to stop praying it, which means I haven't forgiven. But remember the scripture, you, you pray for those and bless those who've hurt you. So for two straight weeks, pray every day that God will bless them and prosper them. Again, the scripture tells us we're to bless those who hurt us and we're to pray for those who hurt us. So back to what I said in the beginning, we don't have a choice. We want to be obedient to God. We have to walk in forgiveness. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to visit GodsyGirl.com, G-O-D-S-Y, girl.com and check out this blog post and you'll be able to print it and have that prayer as an inspirational prayer because the Holy Spirit lives inside you and he will teach you to pray and lead you to pray and it'll be so much more personal than the one that I've shared but hopefully this will be just an inspiration for you God bless you thank you again and be sure to let me know if this is a blessing to you you can go to Godsy Girl leave a comment or you can leave me a review let me know if this is a good thing and I'll do it again and we'll talk about another topic thank you again and God bless you Hey, thank you for listening to the Godsy Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe, hit the four stars, and to find me on social media. On Instagram, look for Godsy Girl is me. Or on Facebook, look for Godsy Girl Terry's creations. And on Twitter, I'm keeping it simple. Godsy Girl, that's all you need to find. Hey, I'm everywhere. I'm doing a lot, but I'm never too busy to say Jesus Christ is Lord and you are a victorious woman in Jesus. Don't forget to hit the four stars and subscribe. Tell your friends and I'll catch you next time.